Welcome to Maybe Good Movies, where we talk about movies, TV shows, and maybe other good stuff. I am Jacob, and here with me is... Monica. And James. All right. So, let's get right into it. What have we been watching this week, or these last couple weeks? Um, So, I'll go ahead and start. Um, Let's see. It's been a weird time. After seeing the Batman, I was on this, like, huge high. And I've also been... After, after finishing up Always Sunny in Philadelphia, I've always also been in a TV slump. Uh, I finished Euphoria, and I'm just, I've been lost. I've been very lost, and it's been a little sad. So I haven't watched too much. It's been sad. But I did watch Turning Red, uh, the new Pixar movie, and uh, that was a good watch. We're going to talk about that all together, I think, once you guys talk about what we've been watching or what you've been watching. Um, but in the meantime, I have watched a few things. I've been watching Impractical Jokers, the uh, the, the, the comedy show. Yeah, um, isn't that, like, did you go back and watch the old ones? Yeah, I just started from season, well, I started in season nine, and I was like, oh, man, I, I missed this show. I used to watch it a lot when my daughter was just born, so it's a little nostalgic. And, um, you know, we, did, we had cable, but the only show we watched was Impractical Jokers because I didn't really care about cable that much. Um, so I, I decided after watching a couple episodes in season nine, I was like, you know what, this is pretty funny. I'm going to go back to season one and, uh, it's been a good time. It's not really a show that I could binge because of its format, but, um, it's, it's fun to turn on every, every few, every day or so, and, and just turn on an episode or two, um, get a good laugh. But aside from that, I've watched a few anime movies. Um, I watched... A couple weeks ago, I talked about watching Weathering with You, and the same director uh, made a movie called Your Name, which actually released three years before Weathering with You, and um, it was an amazing movie. Again, this isn't an anime podcast, so I don't want to talk about it too much, but man, it was it was a, a great movie. It's it's a it's like a teen romance movie. These two kids switch bodies without realizing it and they learn that and then they end up like trying to figure out how to find each other and um they end up like falling in love and it's it's really cute it's a really cute movie the art is gorgeous yeah i don't know i i really liked it and uh beyond that we watched another anime movie called meet the yamadas it's a studio ghibli movie who are you know studio ghibli is a huge anime studio and um they made spirited away ponyo a lot of really big big movies but uh, meet the yamadas is kind of a weirder movie of theirs i didn't i didn't love it the art style was really different from what i'm used to seeing from them so that kind of threw me off um but yeah aside from that i haven't i haven't watched too much I don't know if I've heard of that one. I've heard of most of the other ones from Studio Ghibli, but is it newer? No, I think it came out in 93, 93, I think. Or no, is it Meet the Yamadas or My Neighbors the Yamadas? I think it's called My Neighbors the, Yama- the Yamadas. Yeah. yeah, yeah, sorry about 99, that. My Neighbors the Yamadas. 
<clears throat> oh, that is a very unique style, yeah. Oh yeah, that is different. It's like a like a comic strip almost. It reminded me of a, a little bit like, I don't know, Garfield or something. Hmm. But like Japanese Garfield. Looks interesting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was all right. And then, um, I don't know, I really like Studio Ghibli a lot. And I've never, I don't think I've been disappointed by very many of their films. In fact, I don't think I've ever really been disappointed. But this one was a little weak compared to their usual stuff. They usually come out with bangers, but uh, I don't know. It was all right. The kids liked like it. Um, Jeff Bennett, who's the voice of Johnny Bravo, was uh, on the, in the cast. Jeff Bennett, really? Johnny yeah. Bravo? Johnny Bravo. Know. Yeah. The more hmm. you know. Yeah, I kind of like Studio Ghibli. Um, I think Disney produces the English dubs. Okay, that makes sense. So I think they get a lot of like stars to do the the English voices for uh, these movies. Um, I, I know Bale did Howl's Moving Castle. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Kirsten Dunst has been in one. Um, John Krasinski has been in one. A bunch of yeah, lot lots of different actors. And then I watched a short film on HBO as well. It was a, it's another Japanese. Um, it's it was based on a Japanese poem. It was cute. It was ten minutes long. Um, it's called Namu. I I don't really have too much to say about it, but it was it was a nice little watch. You know, I had a I had a, a phase where I just loved watching short films, and uh, love them still. Still, I still really enjoy them. Well, I mentioned that last week with attention the attention span. Uh, with yes, it helps with the attention span. But uh, last week when we were talking about uh, um, thirty seconds to Mars and Jared Leto. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Jared Leto. Can you believe that? So I've been seeing some reviews come out from Morbius. And to my absolute shock, Jared Leto might have been in a bad movie. (laughs) (laughs) Well, so I've I've noticed a few things. One, um, and maybe maybe I'll I'll watch it when it comes to streaming or whatever. But uh, did you see... Uh, are you on TikTok at all? I, I yeah, I, I go on every now and then. So there was the Daily Bugle TikTok that started up around the time of No Way Home. Okay. And they have recently started putting more stuff on there, but it's a different journalist, and it's super weird and awkward. Uh, but it's also the old Daily Bugle logo, and they're talking all about Morbius. And uh, it's just it, it's just kind of it feels like Sony took the idea that Disney had for their marketing campaign and then tried applying it to Morbius, but just, it just didn't work as well. And then the director also just like spoiled the whole movie on Twitter. Yeah. Okay. So I, have you seen, you, did you see that? That, that I saw, Yeah. I read the tweets. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I did it. What? Yeah. He just, <laughs> Jacob, why don't you explain? So there have been leaks coming out about um, Adrian Toomes, a.k.a. the Vulture from uh, Spider-Man Homecoming, played by Michael Keaton, being in Morbius. And people just realizing, like, this doesn't really make sense. And uh, the leaks basically say that he's only in the end credits scenes. So people were asking questions on, like, how does that make any sense? How is he, how is the Vulture in this universe? And, and there's a lot of questions. So they, the director... I don't know if I'm sure he had the permission of Sony, 
but he just went on Twitter and then made a thread about, he interviewed with somebody and they made a thread on Twitter about explaining it all. And it's just, it's only been more confusing. Honestly, I, I, I'm so lost on what Sony's trying to do with their, their Marvel universe. What is, um, what else has he done? Daniel Espinoza, the director. You know what? The name sounds familiar. I haven't thought about it too much, but let me take a quick gander. Daniel... Monica had my phone, so I couldn't, I couldn't look it up. Oh, goodness. All good. She was looking at the tweets. <laughs> okay. It's like filmography. Oh, he did life? So he hasn't, he hasn't done too much. So he's Swedish. Uh, so it looks like a lot of his um, films were Swedish films until Safe House in 2012. I've never heard of it. Morbius is his biggest film that he's done. Yeah, you said Life. He he did Life. Okay, so maybe we were looking. Yeah, we were looking at the right guy. Where is it? It's not even showing up on this. Well, yeah, because it's not well known. It's See All. Upcoming projects. Morbius. Uh huh. It's still in. It's um, upcoming um, on his IMDb. Oh, because it doesn't come out till April 1st. I thought it came out already. I thought that's no, why we were talking about it. That's the confusing part. People are asking questions and he just spoiled his movie before it came out. Yeah. It's so weird. I don't know what's going on. Oh, I feel so bad for him. But Michael Keaton is in the, he's like the second person on the IMDb page. Which is weird because he's only in like a post credit scene. Apparently. As Maybe. revealed by the director. Maybe. Maybe he <laughs> lied. I doubt it. I think... I mean... I was I was going to go see Morbius anyway. Um, just because I like to go see movies. But um, I have very, very low expectations for this. I, have, I didn't expect Venom to be any good. And I still had a really good time watching it. Because I set my expectations in, in check. But um, Morbius, I, I'm just, I have no expectations at all. <laughs> it's probably the best way to watch a Jared Leto movie. Yeah. <laughs> and be a good actor. He's got a lot of potential. And he has done well. I think, has he won an Academy Award? Um, he didn't, but he was in a movie that uh, Matthew McConaughey won a, an Academy Award for. Okay. He won an Oscar. It was the... <laughs> Dallas Buyers oh, Club? Yeah, he did win an award. He won for the Best Supporting Actor. Oh, did he? Yeah. I apologize. So, I mean, he's, he's got potential. He's, he's won an Academy Award. Um, but, man, he stars in some real stinkers. I mean, have you heard about what he was doing um, around the time when he was playing the Joker, right? He would send <laughs> used yeah. condoms. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. what. He just sounds like the biggest excuse my language, but douchebag. He does. I think he gets too into character and, like, that's his excuse. Like, that's basically what, like, in an interview, like, Margot Robbie and other people were talking and they're like, well, he was just acting like the Joker. And I was just like, that's not an excuse to act like a crazy person. Also, I've never heard of an iteration of the Joker sending used condoms to people. That just sounds like a jerkwad thing to do. I mean, the Joker does some pretty crazy stuff. Like but he would never put himself down that low. 
<laughs> he has standards. The gesture of genocide has standards. <laughs> so what we've been watching. Ooh, I wanted to talk about that. So we, oh, dang it, I clapped. Um, <laughs> um, we've been, we watched Free Guy with my dad last night. Oh, he's Free in Guy, town. yeah, how was that? It's really good. I really enjoy it. I think it's really cute. I think it's fun. I like Ryan Reynolds. I think he's a really, oh, man, we watched the Adam Project. Yeah. Um, I think he's really fun. I enjoyed watching it. I thought it was I loved the version of fan, uh, fantasy um, that that they had at the end. I really liked that. I thought it was funny. Yeah. Yeah, I really liked it. Cool. Yeah, it was. Uh, I was. I was impressed. I. I don't know. I. I'm. I'm not a huge fan of Ryan Reynolds. Um, I think he's a good actor. Somebody just said that he's every time that any any role that he's in. He plays a straight version of Ace Ventura, like normal Ace Ventura. That's actually, uh, um, it's actually pretty good. I like right? that. Yeah. <laughs> and he, I, I find that he kind of plays the same character every time. And it, it, at least now he used to be in like a lot of rom-coms and even Green Lantern. Like he wasn't this over the top daredevil, break the fourth wall type guy. Yeah. But, yeah. Now he's just, he's Deadpool in every role, but like a toned down Deadpool. Unless yeah. he's actually being Deadpool. But, like, I don't really mind that. I enjoy watching that, and I think it's funny, and I like his humor because I expect that humor. In my yeah. mind, I'm like, oh, it's Ryan Reynolds. These are the jokes he's going to play, and that's just that's just what he's going to do. Yeah, I, mean, yeah, I agree. We also watched The Adam Project, which, again, you know, Ryan Reynolds. Um, it and, made me cry. Yeah, that was I that one. Was very I don't know that one. What is it's it? on Netflix. Is it new? So, yeah, it's it's a newer one. It's the same director as Free Guy. So it's Sean Levy, who's the he's going for his Ryan Reynolds trilogy, Free right. Gra- Free Guy, Adam Project, and Daredevil Three. No, Deadpool. or Deadpool Three. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> coming summer twenty twenty three, Daredevil Three. <laughs> We're skipping over the second one. Um. So. Um, yeah, Sean Levy, uh, basically, uh, Ryan Reynolds plays a space explorer from the future and jumps back in time and visits with his the younger version of himself Okay. okay. in order to save the future. Super interesting, super good. Uh, Mark Ruffalo's in it. Yeah, it's just got a really good story and, like, really good world building and, like, the characters. Like, you really care about the characters. Okay. I love the fact that it's Jennifer Gardner and uh, Mark Ruffalo are married in the movie. And I love that because I watched 13 going on 30 when I was younger. And those are the two, that's the rom, that's like, that's their rom-com. It's, it's almost Mark like, Ruffalo and, and I love it. It makes me so happy. Like, I didn't, realize, I didn't realize Mark Ruffalo was in 13 going on 30 until like just a couple weeks ago. Like my sister was talking about it and I started thinking about the movie so i started looking some stuff up about it and uh, i was like wait mark ruffalo's in this so so is um brie larson really yeah she's like a background character i didn't didn't realize that either give someone a dirty look that's what she does in that movie Hmm. yeah um, and i really like the adam project though i i highly recommend that one okay i also finished scrubs 
So by oh. finish, I mean, I watched all eight seasons of Scrubs and then I stopped watching Scrubs. <laughs> That's the right way to do it. Good it's job. so good. I think it ended perfectly. It did. I agree. Uh, she wouldn't let me watch the last two episodes. So I didn't... he was at work. Hey, I asked him like that four times. I wanted to watch him. No, I, only, I, 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 I loved, it was a really good show. I enjoyed watching the parts that I did. Um, and I, I might go back and watch those last two episodes. Probably about the same time that I go and watch the last episode of, uh, um, Happy Endings. Happy Endings. Happy Endings. What's that? Um, it's a really funny show. It's a sitcom in the same vein as like New Girl. But yeah. Less funny. I think it's as funny, but the characters in the third season aren't written very well. And so you kind of just like stop caring about them. Like all of the characters suck, but they're hilarious. You know, um, do you know in season eight of Scrubs, that one new blonde doctor who lacks self-confidence? Is that in season nine? In season no, eight. it's season eight. Eight. I know. Oh, okay. Well, she's also in Happy Endings. She's Denise. She's the one who's really mean. If you don't remember, that's okay. She's she's in Happy Endings. Um, she plays a really cool character in the first two seasons, and then the third season, she's just a terrible human being. Oh. Wow. She's hilarious, though. I think everybody just gets worse in that um, show. Coach from New Girl goes from new girl to happy endings also one of my favorite things is um do you remember in iron man 3 when iron man when robert downing jr's like tony stark that's the name when he's stuck somewhere and he goes up to this like van um this uh news van and he goes into it and the guy's like i patterned my whole look after you vaguely it's been a while since i've seen iron man 3 Mm. Um, that, that, that guy he's in, um, he's in anyways, that was okay. terrible. I apologize to everyone who had to listen no, to that actually, explanation. No, just this so is, this is actually the best time. way to describe movies and actors is to just, just, just describe stories and outlines from other projects and yep. say, oh yeah, that's the person <laughs> that you vaguely remember. <laughs> it's like using South and North when you're describing directions. Nobody yeah. knows what you're talking about, they, but they nod because they don't want to feel stupid. <laughs> I always get so annoyed when people give me directions. We're going really off topic, but <laughs> I'm like, stop doing that. I have a GPS on my phone. I'm good. Well, Jacob, there, there was a period of time where you and I didn't have access to a GPS and we had to learn <laughs> to navigate an area. There was. There was a time. And we had, that, we had a wonderful map that had extra lines drawn on it. <laughs> yes, we did. So many wrong turns. Yeah, that's what happens. Have you watched anything else? Um, we've watched Turning Red. Turning Red. The movie yeah. of the weekend. Yeah. Oh, two weekends ago. So I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to break in and just say what I, what I think about it. Okay. Let's hear it. Let's I think it. it is an entirely inappropriate picture. <laughs> <laughs> No, I really liked it. I thought it was a great movie. Super family friendly. Really cute. Super cute. It was better than, I think it was better than, than most kids movies these days. I think there's a lot of really bad kids movies. Not that we watch a lot of kids. Like we watch uh, more kids movies than most 27 year olds do. Uh, <laughs> but we, 
this one's this one's definitely one of the one of the better ones. And yeah, and I so a lot of people have been going around on Facebook saying that this movie has been in that's it, it's inappropriate and it pushes different values. And I'm just saying, have you ever seen a kids movie? And they're like, people are disrespectful to their parents. Okay, first of all, any 80, any show or TV movie or anything from the 80s and 90s, that's basically the storyline. The kid is disrespectful to the parent. They make a bunch of choices and then somehow they fix, like they end up being okay with their parents by the end. That's just, that's, those are just the storylines. Home Alone, The Babysitter's Club, <laughs> The Santa Claus 2. Um <laughs> Uh, this is a terrible list of movies. Jungle the Jungle. <laughs> jungle the Jungle. Okay. Yeah. Um, did you just clap? I, I did. I did. <laughs> oh my goodness. So yeah, I I enjoyed Turning Red. It's a fun movie. I think it's um. I liked it a lot more than Luca. I I think Luca was okay, but I didn't love it. Turning Red was a very enjoyable film to watch. Um, four Town, all my Four Townies out there. Woo. I could listen I, to them I all day. I still have the song stuck in my head. <laughs> Ain't got nobody. Have you seen the theory about how um, all all five members of Four Town represent uh, a character in the movie? And it's the four girls and then they're... Uh, Tyler. And then Tyler. Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. So... <laughs> Oh, Tim Bits, shout out to Tim Hortons. Yes. Oh, yeah, because it was in Toronto. Yep, yep, that was pretty cool. They look so uh, good. I really want some Tim Bits. We should go get some Tim Bits. Okay, anyways, <laughs> moving past I had, that. I, I just love, I love the representation of women in this, in this movie. Okay, but it period. talks about periods. It talks about, like, girls starting to have emotions and, like, not emotions, but starting to get crushes and, like, drawing weird pictures and like there are parts that were super cringy because I was like that as a 13 year old I okay confession time I was convinced that I was going to marry MJ from the Backstreet Boys I was like I'm gonna go to a concert he's gonna see me in the crowd and he's gonna be like that girl that's who I want to marry and it was gonna be me MJ why? Because those are my initials, and that's why I chose that person. Not because he was good looking, but because he had my initials. I thought that was. There's in the Backstreet Boys. Yeah. There's AJ. No, there's MJ. There's. <gasps> I thought it was MJ all this time. This whole time. Guys, my world is just rocked right now. <laughs> it is AJ. Yeah, it's AJ. <gasps> well. Ah. Um, yeah, teenagers do irrational things. You know? <laughs> Did you guys ever get the uh, um, the Burger King toys for the Backstreet Boys? No. no. My parents never went to Burger King. What? Okay, let me see if I can find uh, the toys and show you. Because um, they were amazing. They were like superheroes. They are superheroes, the Backstreet Boys. Apparently, I don't even oh. know their names. I'm uh, hilarious. What yeah. the heck? I know Nick Carter. Nick Carter? Is he an NSYNC? No, he's a Backstreet. What the heck? Oh Those my are the God. toys. Apparently, That's... I know nothing of Backstreet Boys, but I did love them. Yeah, Dang. I remember Justin Timberlake and Lance Bass in NSYNC. And then Backstreet Boys was Nick Carter, AJ, 
What's his bucket? And then the other guys. Howie, Brian, Kevin. Yeah, that sounds about right. So anybody who's following along with these with these things, you should go look up Backstreet Boys Burger King toys. If you look at Kevin Richardson, he looks like Iron Man. Like it's a red suit with a yellow circle. And I mean he looks like he looks like Iron Man. Um for those who don't want to look those up, just go to our Instagram page and we will post something later today about that. If you want to look at what those what James is talking about. Um, so back to turning red. <laughs> I I didn't something that I've been finding, I don't know if this has always been the case. I'm sure I have nostalgia goggles on for, for shows I used to watch as a kid, but I feel like the longer things have gone on, I think like SpongeBob SquarePants is a perfect example of this. Once it hit a certain season, all the jokes just became screaming. Like all the characters are always screaming. And I've even rewatched the, the, the first couple seasons to like make sure I'm not crazy, but screaming wasn't always like the big joke. In, in Spongebob. And I just feel like kids movies are becoming more and more like that. Like there's just, and you know, I still watch kids movies because I have kids. I still enjoy them. They're still, you know, most of them are pretty family friendly in general and they have adult jokes. And um, so I felt like turning red was, was a lot of that humor. Just like, there's a lot of too, it's, it was too loud. Whereas like the Incredibles, another Pixar movie that's come out recently, the Incredibles two, I didn't feel tapped into that kind of humor but i'm sure there are different movies going for different things um i also felt the same way about luca there's too much screaming and loudness and like that was like kind of the punchline in a lot of situations but aside from that i did like the story i did like the, the representation of you know womanhood and um i don't feel like we have enough female leads especially like younger girls in in movies in general so it's was, it was not it's fun to have you know a teenage group of girls i, I love the fact that they were awkward and weird and like they had different shapes to them like they weren't just these stick thin skinny girls they were like actual people who had weight to them and i love that i love being able to see that yeah yeah there's, and there's some nice diversity you know, it takes place in Toronto. There's a lot of diversity in, in Toronto and, uh, you know, most major cities. And it was, it was a lot of fun to, to see that reflected in, in a, a Disney movie, you know, where they usually focus on something like a specific culture at once. This is just, you know, life in Toronto. It was fun. No, I thought it was interesting that it was set in 2002. Yeah. Well, because it's about the director's childhood. Yeah. Which is nice. And- and boy bands, you know, they're, they're at their height in, in the early 2000s. So well, that's true. It, it has to toe a line where it's like, this is a kid's movie. Kids are going to be watching it. But then parents are also going to be watching it. And what do these parents want to talk about? Parents want to be a little nostalgic about it. And they were, you know, we're kind of on that younger end of that spectrum and that demographic. Yeah. But uh, there's other parents that they all were, of my sisters, all of your sisters who probably remember that the, the guy's name was AJ. And <laughs> hey, but let it be known that I did end up getting marrying someone who could like because my name's Monica and my husband's name is James. Hello. And those are my initials. So also my middle name is Howard and I never use it, but it is like Howie, who's also a member of this. <laughs> It all makes sense. 
<laughs> oh my yeah. gosh, it's connected. That's why. So, uh, any other thoughts on turning red? Uh, we got Monica turning red over here. <laughs> <laughs> I see that. <laughs> I, I thought it was really good, and I don't think that it deserves the... I just think it's really interesting that people are just like, this is terrible. And when it's just like Disney's come out with way more like inappropriate things for people. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, there's, there's controversy in every movie, um, but things like people getting upset about periods being discussed. Yeah. That's stupid. Periods are a normal thing that women experience. There's no reason to go up in arms about that. Um, yeah. I, they use just, the word sexy and gyrate. Gyrate is whatever. I loved the word gyrate. I want to hear it more in Disney movies. Yes, I once per Disney movie. <laughs> yes, at least once. Okay. So yeah, I mean, there's there's always stupid controversy around everything, but I choose to just move past those and let people complain. I also loved the father like <laughs> i love dads in modern in, in like modern pixar movies because because <laughs> he's just like at, at, the, at the end you know um may, is it may is like her panda self and giving the tour and then she's like oh i gotta go and so her dad puts on the the panda costume and pretends to be the panda and i think that's so cute like it's just it's just so nice of him and like, of course, as a father, you're going to support your wife and and your daughter, or you should you should do those things. And so I like, yeah, I like it, was a, it was a nice family dynamic. You know, the mom had some stuff to learn, the daughter had some stuff to learn, the dad was kind of just there, but he was being you know a cute dad in the background. And it's it's nice to see those family dynamics in in these movies because, I mean, I even think of Toy Story. There wasn't even a dad mm-hmm. ever mentioned, and like. It's more fun, I think, to see like a full family unit, which I've liked in Encanto. I've liked in this. Um, I liked seeing that whole dynamic. Sometimes I feel bad. Like uh, there's a joke in um, Parks and Rec that's something about like men. We've had it. We've had it bad for uh, for such a sh- short uh, period of time, or like just recently, we've had such a hard time. And uh, <laughs> just like the accountability, like you've had to deal with, and like the Me Too movement. And yeah, stuff. and it's just like, like I, f- I feel bad saying like I'm really grateful that there's male representation and like and and dad <laughs> representation in movies, uh, but I'm really grateful for it when it's good. <laughs> yeah, because at least they're not showing dads as like idiots that women just push around. Yeah, I hate that like, too. Like, like the Homer Simpson dad, um, yeah. like he has his moments. And I think there's like some really touching moments with Homer, um, but other times far between, but they're there. Yeah. 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 But most of the time dads in media are just like slobs. They hate their wives. <laughs> I hate my wife. And it's good to see good dads. I like good dads in media. And people who love their, love their spouses. I hate, I don't like that when people are like ball and chain and, you know, yeah whatever all that stuff it's just like ah that's not what marriage is about yeah like the dad in luca i like him too the one without the arm right right (laughs) that's not his name (laughs) apparently i'm not very good with names maxima Um, no maxima (laughs) i get to look it up let's move on to news there's not 
that much news that has happened. Yeah, I was looking at your list, and uh, it's, it's interesting good, how much I would like. To- Massimo, got it. Mm. So, uh, Mona Silence for the death of William Hurt. Thank you for that. He, I haven't seen him very much, but just knowing of his passing, seeing people react to it, it's been sad. I think death is always sad. Um, it's it's good to celebrate the life of everybody around us. Um, he played Thaddeus Ross in the MCU. I'm not sure what else he's played exactly, but you know, respect to him and uh very sorry to hear about his his death i that that one it was sad and obviously the loss of a life is 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 more important than the continuation of a of a cinematic universe of course but i'm in, interested to see what's going to happen with the, with the mcu it seemed as if they were going that they were building up towards the red hulk and using and having a thunderbolt team and I still think they, they they have everything there, all the scaffolding for it, but they haven't called it Thunderbolts and they haven't introduced the Red Hulk yet. And so I think they're still going to build that same team and they're still going to have that, but they'll probably just um, do more with the Abomination and more with uh, Julie Marie Dreyfus and have her more of a leader as opposed to um, Ross, you know, backing her or something like that. Yeah, yeah, it's possible. It's hard. It's really hard to predict what the MCU is doing now. I really just have no idea. I think until Doctor Strange comes out, we are a little... I think all we have is theories <laughs> right now. Hey, sometimes those are the best ones. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we do have, speaking of the MCU, Miss Marvel is coming in June. I was surprised to see this trailer drop. I forgot the show was even coming out. But I'm, I'm excited for it. It's, it's our first Muslim... MCU character. I don't know. It's it's I like Miss Marvel a lot. She's a fun character. Um, she was in the Avengers video game that dropped a couple years ago. She was the main character in that. And she uh her job in that game was to get the Avengers back together after they fell apart. So that's a fun, it was a fun story. But you know, they changed her powers in in the from what I've seen in the trailer. Her powers have changed, they've become a lot more MCU-like. She uh, originally she's an inhuman and she stretches kind of like Mr. Fantastic um, Reed Richards from the Fantastic Four. And, uh, you know, similar to that, not exactly the same powers, but um, the show looks fun. It's kind of like a coming of age uh, story. Uh, Any thoughts on it? So. Correct me. I mean, you, you probably know more about this than I do. Um, in the in the comics and other storylines, doesn't she like kind of become like she has stretching ability, but then she kind of becomes things. Like, wasn't she originally fighting and going around as Carol Danvers? Like, she looked like Carol Danvers. Um, not to my knowledge. Oh, okay. I, I you know I don't know everything, so that could have been a story. I I don't think so. Um, like I said, her her abilities were strictly just uh stretching um she can make her like hand big and like pummel bad guys with it but i could be wrong i'm so not it looks like sure. extend her limbs alter her appearance and shift um shift shape shape shift in several other manners 
I, I, I'm kind of excited. Um, they probably wanted to, to stay away from the stretching because they're going to be introducing Mr. Fantastic pretty soon. Yeah, that's possible. Yeah. But I think it'd be I hard to cosmic energy stuff. Yeah, I think it'd be hard to like. I guess they are going to have to get get like somehow figure it out at some point. But I I thought like the stretching ability would be kind of hard to put onto the like on on screen, like to show in a live action film without looking. They've already done it in three movies and it looks wonderful. <laughs> yeah. What's that? They've already done it in three movies and it looks wonderful. I wouldn't say. Wonderful. Yeah. Right. Wonderful. It's there. Yeah. You know what's happening. It's there. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm kind of excited. I think it looks different than any other thing that we've seen from Marvel. I think it looks more like closer to what um like a kids movie would look like. Um, like 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 old Disney Disney movies that would come on Disney Channel. That's what it looks like to me. Yeah, I mean a little more high quality than that, but yeah, okay, I can see that. Yeah, um, it reminds me of Spider Man Homecoming, like that kind of vibe, the high school, yeah, you know, I can see that. of age. I think it'll be fun. I still, I'm still a few MCU shows behind, but uh, I'll get around to it. Are you excited for Moon Knight coming out Moon this Knight. week? Moon Knight is coming out. Yes. On the third. Um, I. I I am excited for it, but I'm not going to watch it probably until it all drops. It you know all the episodes drop. Um, I still have to watch What If. I still have to watch Hawkeye. So, yeah, I've got I've got some work to do. Well, I I can't imagine this one's going to be very much connected. And so, if you're interested in in this one, you should just go for it. Yeah, and we can always watch it. We can always tell you if there's something that you might need. I think it is going to be separate, though, by the way that with the commercials and everything like that, I think it's going to be like all new characters, all new different, like a different storyline. But I'm super excited. I love Oscar Isaac. I Yeah, he's great. He's a good actor. I think he's amazing. I, the first time I saw Oscar Isaac was in uh, Inside Lewin Davis. And I was on a random road trip with a buddy of mine and we were walking around providence rhode island without anything to do for the day and we wandered into this like two dollar theater it was like two bucks for some weird indie movies and they're like oh inside lewin davis i made some joke about inside lewin davis and then we uh we went and watched it and it is a fantastic movie about really? american folk music and oscar isaac plays guitar the whole time and he sings he's a beautiful singer actually he didn't he learn how to play the guitar for that role i think so yeah yeah he's he's really good he sings and plays for his son at night now and so yeah it's a great movie and so i'm I'm excited to see him in, in this you know a good dramatic role like moon knight where he has these different personalities and you get you get to see we'll we'll get to see his range yeah i I loved him as as Leto Atre- Atreides and uh, Dune. Yeah, you love Leto. Like, yeah, Leto, Leto, I think, it, I don't know. I don't know either. Um, Duke Atreides, he was <laughs> fantastic and did wonderful in that role. Yeah, we're big fans of that Oscar Isaac here. I'm, I'm always excited when, when uh, Latino actors, you know, I, it always just kind of excites me just uh, seeing, seeing Latin people um, become big and uh, Oscar Isaac's 
a favorite actor of mine. So it's really cool that he's um, an MCU character, or what well, he will be an MCU character soon. It's really cool that Moon Knight is going to be in the MCU, as as connected or disconnected as it will be. I'm excited for that. That's cool. Um, people... He's 5'9". Aww. Look at that. He's a friend. Um... Uh, okay. <laughs> Are you 5'9", James? Yeah. On a good... No, no, I'm 5'9". 5'9 and a half today. So. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So Moon Knight uh, and Miss Mar. Yeah, Moon Knight drops on the 30th or 31st? 30th. 30th. Okay, March 30th. So that's in just a few days. It's exciting. Yeah. Um, moving on. The Umbrella Academy <sighs> is... Season 3 is coming in June. That is a good show. I love that show. It's so good. I forgot about Season 3. And uh, man, I'm hyped. The first two seasons, I might even rewatch them. I, uh, oh, it's such a good show. Season one was excellent. I think season two wasn't as strong, but it was still good. Really? I thought season two was better. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, I love all of the characters. Um, but I do not, I repeat, I do not and will never ship Allison and Luther. Never. <laughs> I don't yeah. like that they are pushed together as a couple. I don't like it. Well, I think, I think it's supposed to make you uncomfortable. I think that's the whole intent of the, of the story. Mm-hmm. I, the way they frame it, it feels like, eh, eh. And even the way they respond to each other is like, eh. Like, I kind of like you, but this is weird. I love their dance scene in season one um, to the, what's the song they use? Dancing in the Moonlight by... I love that song. It's so good. The remake specifically is is really good. I like the original as well, but that is such a good number. And their dance was, it's so fun to watch. I love it. I like all the dance sequences in the Umbrella Academy. Oh, yes. they have the titles for the the episodes out on IMDb. Is that significant? What is that? What does that the, say? The titles of the episodes. So yeah. it's like the first episode is Meet the Family. Okay. The second one's World's Biggest Ball of Twine. So. Looks interesting. Yeah, I'm so excited. I think one of the best jokes <laughs> is when um, it's in the se- second season and it's when um, Luther and Diego um, come back and the one guy is murdered and on the ground is something in Swedish. And so they go to, <laughs> they go to the, the, um, the telephone book, the telephone book. Sorry, I was born after. Um, and they look up the, the first name and they call this poor Swedish woman and they're like, we will find you and kill you and five walks in and he's like, this is Swedish for an eye for an eye. There's this like one really brain cell and they pass it between the two. <laughs> it's a funny show. It definitely is. I was um I was a little afraid that um so Elliot Page uh plays um Vanya. Vanya. And uh, he came out as trans recently. And I was a little afraid. I was like, oh, no. Does that mean he's not going to play Vanya anymore? And he is. So he's still playing the character. And that I was very relieved because I really like I really like her. I really like Vanya. 
uh, yeah. what she brings to the story. And uh, she's really central to the story as well. So yeah, um, I'm glad that's still happening. I, I just, I wonder how that's going to play out. I think it'll definitely be interesting, but Elliot Page, he's an amazing actor. And so I, yes, I think, is. I think he'll do great with it. And I'm, I'm really excited to be able to see someone post-transition be able to do a role like this. And I think it's just going to speak volumes for people who, who have transitioned or who want to transition and see that, yeah, like life is beautiful and like you can do things that you want to do and you will be successful at it. And just, I love that. And I, I hope, uh, I really hope that it goes well. Yeah. Yeah. James, have you seen the Umbrella Academy? Yes. I really like them. Um, okay. I was just doing a little bit of reading about Gerard Way, who's the, you know, the um, creator and writer of the comics. And he's the front man for My Chemical Romance. And uh, it's interesting to, like, I'm just oh, reading yeah. some facts about him and learning about him. And um, apparently he originally wanted to be a, um, I'll just <laughs> originally wanted to be a comic book artist. He pitched a cartoon series called The Breakfast Monkey to the Cartoon Network, but gave up on art and helped form My Chemical Romance after 9-11 because it made him realize he had to do something with his life which is super fast. Like that, that's a very interesting thing to like a, a love and a passion to give up on and then switch to music and then have such an impact on a generation like MCR, yeah. like they, they impacted so many people and now he's back full circle to being able to, um, you know, he created a comic book and now it's becoming this great series. So good for, good for Gerard way. I'm happy for him. Yeah. Good he's for awesome. him. I, I like him. He's yeah. done some good stuff, and uh, it's a cool story. Yeah. yeah, that's sweet. So, moving on, I have two more. Also, apparently, fun, fun trivia fact about Gerard Way. Apparently, he's afraid of needles. Oh, okay. That makes sense. He doesn't have, I don't think he has any tattoos. Interesting. Which is, like, you know, I feel like if you're emo, you have to have tattoos. I feel like it's a rite of passage. What so, there's... Barry? Two more. Uh, points here there's a netflix resident evil tv show coming in july based on how awful the movie was la last year i am a little skeptical about this one i love resident evil it's my favorite video game franchise resident evil is what got me into horror it's what got me into zombies it's what got me into a lot of different japanese media i love resident evil and I hate what America does with Resident Evil because they make some awful, awful movies. And, and I really hope that this is good. Resident Evil needs a good live action TV show or movie. So here's to hoping. But then Barry season three is coming in April next month, which uh, I had no idea was coming that soon. I enjoy Barry. It's a good show on HBO. Um, I don't have too much to say about it. It was a fun watch. Nothing, nothing crazy, uh, but it's a good, it's a good show. That one we might have to go back and watch because Bill Hader is my favorite SNL alumni. He's awesome. I think he's hilarious and he does. It's so jarring when he does drama, but he does it so well. Yeah, th this, I will warn you, this is a dark show. It's, it's a, it's a dramedy, you know, it has comedy. It's dark humor kind of thing um but it's a it's very good he's uh bill hey i love bill Hader. he's great he was great in it 
season two or uh, chapter two. Loved him in that. Oh, I um, will not watch it. <laughs> great movies. Great movies. It Freaks chapters one and two. Oh, man. You I are know. talking to the woman who watched Twin Peaks and couldn't finish the second season and still has nightmares about Twin Peaks. Well, <laughs> I'm sorry about that. <laughs> it's okay. I have an overact. I was also, um, I was also uh, pregnant at, that, like that after sense. I watched it. And man, when you're pregnant, you have the weirdest dreams. My dreams are awful. Anyways. <laughs> well, Jacob, did you want to jump into that quiz? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we've been all over the place, and I, I love it. I love it. I love um, – we haven't had too much direction for this episode because nothing really major has released. Um, I guess there is that movie, um, Anywhere, Everywhere what, – what's it called? Uh, anywhere – everywhere the multiverse movie with is it michelle yeo that may or may not exist everything everywhere all at once i have no idea if it exists because i tried seeing it yesterday and i cannot find any show times i can't find, i've even looked at reviews that i've read and they now say that the page is not found i don't know what's going on with that movie i want to see it so maybe next episode we'll talk about that one <laughs> But for now, we're just going to do a little quiz. It's a BuzzFeed quiz. So we're doing this BuzzFeed BuzzFeed quiz. And James is going to read the questions. And we're all going to try and concur on an answer and see how we do. About the MCU, every every, uh, movie, it's going to be a fun fact from every movie, basically. All right, first question. In Iron Man, what song plays at the beginning of the movie? Iron Man by Black Sabbath, Back in Black by ACDC, Ordinary World by Duran Duran, or Stairway to Heaven by Led Zeppelin? Back in Black. Back in Black. Back in Black. And we are correct. That's right. In The Incredible Hulk, what does Tony tell Thaddeus Ross at the end of the film? That he wants to study the Hulk, that he knows about S.H.I.E.L.D., that they are putting a team together that Thaddeus owes him money. They're putting a team together. Putting a team together. They are putting a team together. It'd be funny, though, if he told Thaddeus that, that Thaddeus owes him money. Um, <laughs> Iron Man okay. 2. What fake name does Natasha use when she first meets Tony? Natalie Rushman, Natalia Romanoff, Nicole Rowan, or Naya Rabe? Natalia Rushman. It's Natalie Rushman. Yeah. Natalie Rushman? Yeah. That's correct. In Thor, what does Thor want another of when he's in the diner? Coffee. Coffee. I'm not even going to read the, the, the options out because you guys need to be able to guess these. <laughs> uh, Captain America, the, the first Avenger. Where does Peggy tell Steve she wants to meet him for a dance before he plunges into the ice? The Cotton Club, the Stork Club, the Copacabana, or the El Morocco. This one's tough. Uh, I think it's the Stork Club. Monica, do you know? I think it's the Stork Club. I agree. Okay. And that is correct. We're just breezing through this. Yeah, we are. <laughs> In the Avengers, Natasha remarks to Clint that the Battle of New York is a lot like what? Budapest. 
Budapest. That is correct. Uh, other options were Prague, Istanbul, or Sokovia. But we all know what it is. Yeah, yeah. They talk about it too much for us a lot to know. Iron Man 3. What is the name of the little boy Tony befriends while stranded? Harry, Henry, Harley, Holden. Harley. Oh, Harley? Okay. Yep. Harley, who was, he was at the funeral. Right, yep. In Endgame. And he will most likely be in the upcoming phase. We'll see. In Thor The Dark World, where do Sif and Volstagg hide the reality stone at the end of the movie? On Vormir? In a vault on Asgard, inside Sif's sword, they give it to the collector. They give it to the collector. Yeah, I'm going to agree with that. And let me explain real quick. I don't remember a single thing about Thor the Dark World. (laughs) But I remember the collector being in it because he was in Guardians of the Galaxy. And I remember Guardians of the Galaxy being the movie after, at least the next space movie after Thor. Yeah. That's how I remember that. (laughs) I... Um, I feel like that one's that, that Thor the Dark World is one of the worst movies. And, you know, we were talking about possibly ranking some MCU movies. That one, I think, is is very low on most people's list. Um, yeah, I would I'd be uh, interested to go back and watch it. I do think it's funny, though. Yeah, I think that's I think there's a lot of really funny moments. And Chris Hemsworth starts to be a little bit more funny. Um, but I think Taika Waititi just makes it like allows him to be so much more funny in the third one. Yeah, yeah, Loki. Uh, Loki brings a lot to everything too. Tom Hiddleston's great. So, Guardians of the Galaxy. What were the three items Rocket claims he needs in order to escape the prison? Oh, a security card, a fork, and an ankle monitor. A security band, a battery, and a prosthetic leg. A pair of binoculars, a detonator, and a prosthetic leg. A knife, a ca- cable wires, and Peter's mixtape. A security band, a battery, and the prosthetic leg. Correct. I'm going to agree with that. Oh, sorry. And, oh, that's all good. Peter, uh, Peter got the leg for 30,000 units. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good bit of trivia. Ant-Man. What animal does Darren Cross unsuccessfully sh- shrink? A sheep. A mouse, a sheep, a duck, or a hamster? I got too excited, guys. It's a sheep. Captain America Civil War. Who isn't on Iron Man's team? Vision, Black Panther, Hawkeye, Black Widow. Uh, Wait, is that right? Who isn't on Iron Man's team? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Hawkeye? Hawkeye, yeah. Yeah, correct. In Doctor Strange, what type of doctor is Stephen Strange? A neurosurgeon, cardiothoracic surgeon, trauma surgeon, or plastic surgeon? Neuro. Neuro. Yeah, neurosurgeon. Brain. Correct. He pulls a bullet out of somebody's head. Guardians, volume two. Finish this line. I'm blank, y'all. I'm Mary, Mary Poppins. Poppins. I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. <laughs> uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. Who does Stanley appear as? A guy who Spider-Man helps cross the street. A neighbor who is disturbed by a car alarm. Peter's upstairs neighbor. A guy who works at a hot dog cart. It's uh, disturbed by a car alarm, right? That's it. Yeah. In Thor Ragnarok, what is Valkyrie's scrapper number? Three, 16, 142, or 232? Uh, I have absolutely no clue. I think it's 142. 
Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's one four two. Go for it. That is correct. I'm so good. We might wow. we might get 100 percent on this quiz. Hey, hey, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Black Panther, what do Killmonger and Claw steal from the Museum of Great Britain? Just vibranium, vibranium and a mask, a map of Wakanda, a map of Wakanda and vibranium. Um, vibranium. Um, is it just vibranium? No, it's a, I, I think it's vibranium and a mask. He gets a mask. He steals one of the masks. He like looks at it. He's like, I like this. And he takes it. Oh, okay. All right, go for it. And that's correct. All right. Avengers Infinity War. What elective class did Thor take on Asgard? Learning to speak Groot, hammer making, <laughs> learning to fly a spaceship, how to, ma- how to take care of rabbits. Learning to speak Groot. Yep, speak Groot, yep. What is? Ant-Man and the Wasp. Scott hid an old Ant-Man suit underneath a trophy. What did the trophy say? World's greatest dad, world's greatest superhero, world's greatest aunt, world's greatest grandma. I think it was grandma. That's correct. Yes. Uh, one of my friends in high school, just fun fact while we're, while we're at it, I uh, got my friend a, a, a mix of random things for his birthday once, including a little magnet that said world's greatest grandma. And he kept that up in his locker all of senior year. Nice. That's funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in Captain Marvel, what is Carol's nickname for Monica? Sergeant Danger, Commander Monica, Lieutenant Travel, General Mo. Uh, I'm going to guess either Sergeant Danger or Lieutenant Trouble. I'll let you guys figure that one out. Lieutenant Trouble. Lieutenant Trouble is correct. You like, you like General Mo? I like General Mo. I expect both of you to call me that. <laughs> you got it. In Avengers Endgame, what is Natasha's finish final line before she sacrifices herself on Vormir? Let me go. It's okay. Tell everyone I or Clint. I'm going to say it's okay. Yeah, I think it's, it's okay. And that's correct. All right. In Spider-Man Far From Home, what necklace does Peter buy for MJ? A black dahlia, a black sunflower, a St. Christopher, a New York City skyline. <laughs> a black dahlia. Like what? the murder. That is a hundred percent. Twenty-three out of twenty-three. There's a few more for the for the MC or the Disney Disney Plus. Uh, WandaVision. What is the first line of Agatha all along? Who's been pulling every string? It's been Agatha, Agatha all along. Who's been messing up everything? Who's been controlling this whole thing? I have no idea on this one. Uh. Yeah, is it is that the first line, Monica? I'm I'm gonna guess who's been messing everything up or up everything. Yeah, that is correct. Oh, okay, good. In the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, how many dogs tags is Bucky been? How many dog tags is Bucky seen wearing throughout the show? One, two, three, or none? Shoot, uh, two. Two is standard. Yeah, that's two. So we're All correct right. there. Um, that is twenty-five out of twenty-five, hundred percent. Wow. You're amazing. MCU fiends. That's what we are. Wow. That was riveting. <laughs> <laughs> we hope you enjoyed that. <laughs> send, that us, was... send us your questions. Send us your trivia and see if you can stump us. Yeah. Well, let's, let's hear it. If you send it to our Instagram, just send us a, a DM on Instagram with your, uh, with your MCU trivia, and we will answer it live on air. There we go. That sounds fun. Live, live on air on our pre-recorded podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we promise we won't edit it if we're wrong. 
Um, does anyone have any other last minute add-ons that they've been thinking about this whole episode? I think that's about it for us on our end. Yeah. But I, I'm excited to rewatch some different movies as we're getting ready for uh, these upcoming ones. I think rewatching the Fantastic Beast series before this, um, before the Crimes of Dumbledore would be really good. And uh, I think, um, yeah, yeah, it'd be fun to just rewatch some old stuff just to get ready for new stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I'm excited. As always, you know, lots of fun stuff coming out. Um, I'm a bit of, bit of a slump at the moment, but I hope I can get out of this and watch some maybe good stuff coming up. So you can follow me at, on Twitter and Instagram at Jacob G O T M. And yeah, definitely follow our Instagram, maybe good movies. We post some good stuff. I've been slacking a little bit on, um, the fun facts I've been to grad school so that's been taking up a lot of my time but we'll try and get back on that and uh yeah anything else you guys want to add that's about it we thank you guys for uh for listening as always yeah thanks guys